We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. The Vale Podcast, driven by pioneer Ford Robinvale. It's worth the drive. I'm glad everyone has a little dance to the uh, intro yes. music. It's good. And <laughs> How Pioneer are Ford, you? Pioneer Ford again? Yeah. All month. All month and all next month and all of September too. Wow. I know, go. right? Mm. Yep. Um, Uncle Chalutz, we've got your darling niece Scarlett here. Yay. Hello. How are you? Hang on, where's the... Your Ford dealer. No, oh, not no. that one. This one. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Scarlett? I'm good. How is school holidays? Um, It's pretty good. Um... Yeah, I'm. I love it. It's fine. Yeah. What'd you do? What'd you do this school holidays? Nothing. Did you go down the block and uh, do some pruning? Yeah. Did you really? Did you really? Yeah. Did you go on, <laughs> did you go on rake canes out for your dad? Well, um, in my front yard, yeah. Um, my dad <laughs> cut off some branches, so um, I went on the motorbike and I just put him in a trailer and then went back and forth. So. Girl, oh, you, you know what? I used to spend my holidays doing exactly the same thing, just in <laughs> nectarine trees. Really? Do you at least get paid? Yeah, no, not really. I'm not even joking. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, it's good for you. Mm. Mm. It's good fitness. Dad's sitting over in the corner going, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> not, it's not good fitness if you're sitting on a motorbike. No, no, they're picking up stumps. You, you're picking up stumps, weren't you? Yeah. 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 Oh, that, that is good for you. you. It's like picking up branches. So. Does he pay you? No. Mm, not yet, but I tell you what, when you want something, you want to give him a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you get free <laughs> labour out of me. Okay. Mm, I'll give you some more tips. Hey, before that, so you go to St Mary's. Yes. What grade slash year are you in? Um, I'm grade five and in year five. <laughs> well, I didn't. The, my first question yeah, should Jay have been. Jade's old school. She goes year. <laughs> well, I didn't say form one. Yeah. No. Um, my first question should have been, how old are you, Scarlett? I'm ten. You're ten. Yes. I have a stepdaughter called Scarlett who is eleven, and she okay. too is in grade five, I think. Yeah, but she must be in grade in Swan five. Hill, though. Yes, in Swan yeah. Hill at St Mary's in Swan Hill. So there you go. Um, so preschool holidays. You at home doing a fair bit of school at home type scenario? Um, yeah. Uh, we were working in the study, so it was like very full out and we were all in the same room. So it was like really. <laughs> who's uh, who's yeah. we? Were you there with Grace and Belle? Yeah, Grace and Belle. It was really. And what really... grades are they in? Um, my little sister Belle, she's in grade three. Mm-hmm. And my big sister Grace, she's in grade eight. Right. That's form two for you. <laughs> I am not that old. Year eight. That's. Does she still go to St Mary's here or does she travel to go to school? Uh, well, she goes to St Joe's in Mildura. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, so she doesn't go to St Mary's. Were you, right. helping, were you helping Grace with her homework or her schoolwork? Um, no. Ah. <laughs> Why not? Um, well, she's kind of gets like – she's a bit – you know how teenagers are like – like they're very picky. <laughs> She's she was like that. Grace, I, don't, I can't believe Grace would be like that. She's lovely. She's very nice. She's a very nice sister. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say when you haven't got a, a microphone in front of you recording? What do you say about your sisters? Um. Well, Belle's she's crazy. Uh, she's uh, she's just 
just crazy. I can't explain it. And Gray, she's just kind of calm and nice. Hmm. Well, she's a teenager. Yeah. Unpredictable? Yeah, unpredictable, yeah. Mm. Like, you never know what what emotions she's feeling that day. That's fair enough. Yeah. She's she's emotional. She's she's got all the feelings and no one understands her. How old is she? 14? 13, 14? Uh, yeah, well, she'll be 14 in yeah. August. Yeah, 14 well, in August. you know yeah. what? This is the very beginning of those all of those yeah. feels and emotions and she's- moods and that's that's being a teenage girl and it feels yeah. like I was just a teenage girl yesterday and <laughs> I was not nice. I was not nice to anybody. She's actually quite a nice 13, 14 year old. She's actually. Well, that's good. You should thank your lucky stars <laughs> because it could be a lot worse. Do you suffer middle child syndrome at all? Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like your dad. He was always a middle child. Yeah. yeah. He tells me all the time. <laughs> Are you the middle child, Don? Are you the oldest? No, I'm no, the Carmel's. Oldest. You're the young. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I had it around the wrong way. I thought you were the oldest. Carmel was the youngest. No. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, Soz. do I look like the most like responsible? <laughs> well, most mature, probably. Mm, well, you, you're the one with the less, the least amount of hair. So, yeah. Mm, hey. You know. <laughs> I looked at a picture um, at you one time, and you had hair, and I got really scared. <laughs> The best. Can you remember him when he had hair? Can you remember well, back that far? Yeah, should be. Oh, uh, I can remember him having hair, but it's one of like the dark times. <laughs> <laughs> dark times. Oh, the good times. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just like him with no hair because, like, when you were with hair, it just like it's like such a difference to now because, like, you have like only a little hair. It's just. It's. It's just. <gasps> this is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of the amount of hair that is, do you call him Uncle Chalutz? Um, no. I just call him Uncle Charlie, but some, my mom calls us, I forgot what he calls him, but he, she calls him Uncle Chaz. Chaz. Chaz, Uncle Chaz, yeah. Can you start calling him Uncle Chalutz? <laughs> yeah. And word up all of the cousins as well? Yes. <laughs> That'd be great. Thanks. Just have a whole army of Uncle Chazzles. No, not Chaz's. Chalutz. Chuzzle. He calls himself Chaz, so that's not in any way offensive. Yeah. But Chalutz is far more entertaining. Bruiser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the the homeschooling thing. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to that because we wanted to. We've heard all about how tough the parents have had it. And oh. It's been terrible, and we've all become alcoholics because our kids are such hard work. It's blah, so blah, annoying. Blah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Do you hear that from your mum often? Surely oh, not. Your no. mum would never utter a, right. a nasty um, word about anyone. Ever. You, you guys are saints. That's why. Well, sometimes if – it's sometimes, but most of the time she's a pretty nice mum. I would reckon. <laughs> wow. What are you angling for here? What do you mean? Have you got something on your you wish something? list? Yeah. yeah. Do you need something? No. Are you sure? A new pair of shoes or iPad or – Wow. Interesting. You've been very positive. But how was mum with the whole homeschooling – Gig, she cleaned a lot. <laughs> she cleaned a lot, <laughs> so she wasn't in there helping you with homeschooling. Oh, wait, did you do yeah. on? Okay, so after we finished school, she would clean a lot, and also when we were doing homeschool, like she would also be like preparing lunch or something, and we would just be like, "Mom, come here," and she would just be annoyed. She goes like, and my little sister Belle, she would always need help, so mm-hmm. be she would always be in there. It was like really. Well, Belle's yeah. in grade three. Exactly. So, of course, she, she needs help. Yeah, it'd be really annoying. And, like, every time I needed help, Mill Child Syndrome, by the way. 
um, every time I needed help, she would go and help Belle. And I would understand that because, like, Belle's in year three. She's she's not that old. But, yeah, every time I needed no help, Belle would be help. Mum would be helping Belle, which would be really annoying. But couldn't so. Grace help you? Well, she... Being older? Yeah. But, like, she was also doing always doing work because like she always had like she had to search up stuff and like write it down like studying sort of thing mm. um, yeah that studying thing yeah, that's mm. thing yeah you'll learn all about <laughs> that yeah. um so what do you i mean i love nothing more than a young person with an abundance of personality <laughs> i really do okay <laughs> When you're finished with all this, like, studying and writing things down and all that yes. kind of stuff. All the boring, um, all the boring stuff. Yeah, yep. Um, I was not a fan at school. I was not a fan of school. I was the entertainer. Are you the entertainer? <laughs> Definitely. Um, I think you well, are. Sometimes um, I'm a little bit of an entertainer. Mm, a little bit. A little just bit. a little bit. <laughs> maybe. Just, maybe. Who's just more, a little bit. Out of all the cousins, who's more of an entertainer? Uh, oof. I reckon you're the, you, I reckon you take the cake. Really? Um, I'm just going to say me because I'm not sure. <laughs> well, you know what happens when you're not sure and what? you can't think of it? It's you. Yeah, it's me, <laughs> obviously. That's, that's generally the, the way it goes with everything. Mm. If you can't think of who the obnoxious one is in your friends group, guess what? It's you. It's me. Mm-hmm. You know what? <laughs> just, just, it's me. Oh, so have you thought about – and I, ha- I, I, don't, I don't like when people um, – ask young people what they want to be, but you were asking questions when you walked in here. So have you got an idea that you want to go into the entertainment realm? Yes, but (laughs) I do just because I just like, like how it looks and I just want to try it how it feels. So Mm. it looks interesting. Well, you're looking and feeling now. Yes. How does it look and feel, Scarlett? (laughs) <laughs> How does it sound, Scarlett? <laughs> okay. So, it's like, it's pretty much like I thought it would be. Really? Because, mm. yeah. Mm. Um, it's quite fun. Mm. Mm. Um, you are sitting down with some pretty exceptional hosts, though. True. Yes. Like me. <laughs> Not necessarily Uncle Chalutz. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should get one of these things, Scarlett. Yeah, you should. Because all the buttons on there. That'll buy you one. Yeah. yeah. You've worked all school holidays for you, yeah. for him. He'll buy I'm you sure one. It doesn't cost that much. Hey, Dad, if I do some extra pruning, maybe <laughs> maybe I can get some of that one equipment. Of that. Have, you seen, have you seen Claudia's birthday present? What she got for her birthday? Wasn't it like... Um, Is that your phone ringing? You've got to answer it, you know. No, it's someone's at my door. Mm-hmm. Interrupted. <laughs> oh, excuse you. <laughs> Um, yeah, Claudia's got a mixer now, like this. Yeah, she has. she? She's uh, going to be recording her own stuff, I think. That's what she wants to do. Mm. So, she's Why doesn't she come in and, you, <laughs> and do it here? Well, she can. She wants. Yeah. Obviously, uh, I'm the one who asked. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. And we're Obviously. grateful you did. Um, we could always get you to do, like, sponsors' messages and things. <laughs> in the meantime and get you in for it. Cause we don't have many young people that are willing to put their hand up and, and come in for a chat. So we appreciate you. Um, <laughs> the rest of the school holidays, I suppose you've got less than a week to go now. No plans to go oh, anywhere. Yeah, what are you doing tonight? Tonight. Yeah. What is on tonight? 
Am I missing um, something? Yeah. No, aren't you going somewhere so tonight? <laughs> oh, Wait, noticed? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Are you going to... Uh, are you going back to Nonna's house? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to Nonna's. Yes. Aren't you having a sleepover tonight? Mm-hmm. Weren't you there last week? Isn't that why we couldn't get you in last week? No, uh, different Nonna's. Oh. Yeah. Oh, half your luck. Yeah. Are you making your luck. Are you making something? Mum said you're making something. Uh, I think we're making potatoes. I think yeah, I'm pretty sure, but I'm not mm. too sure, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Could be anything by the sound of it. Yeah. Yes. Hey, well, you know what? I'm glad you survived homeschooling. I'm glad your mum survived homeschooling and I'm glad your oh, sister did. Oh, she barely did. survived. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine your mum getting stressed or frazzled at all. Really? No. I can't imagine that at all. What? Never. Lucy's oh always God. just happy and smiling and That's very diplomatic and composed. She's very positive sometimes. Yes. Yeah, she is. Uh, that's how, um, yeah. That's uh, where you get it from. Yeah. You're very positive. I was about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, when she's – if she's, like, grumpy or something, she will, like, full on – we call her Tesla sometimes. <laughs> Tesla? Yeah. Why Tesla? <laughs> the Tesla's okay. an electric car. <laughs> okay. So, my big sister... Your dad's just buried his head in his hands. <laughs> okay. So, my big sister, Grace, and dad, so they went to go look at cars or something like that, and the car dealer said, oh, this car goes to zero to 100 in, like, one, five seconds. And then dad says, what, was it oh, a Ferrari? Like, like, no, was it a Tesla? I don't know. It was, like, fit, I, it was a Tesla, I'm pretty sure. And, like, it goes... And he was, like... Oh, it goes to zero to 50, 100 in like 10 seconds. And dad goes, oh, just like mum. <laughs> wait, wait. Does, does your mum know this story? Um, she does she now. Does. <laughs> yep, she does now. <laughs> wow. So um, Don's going home via Bruce Ginn to get Lucy some nice jewellery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Preempting when this comes out on Friday. You know what? We're going to stop you there because that's probably all yeah. your old man's over there almost crying. <laughs> but you know what? Can you please bring us an anecdote every couple of weeks? Oh, because yeah. this is gold, absolute gold. Money making. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. We're going to have a sit down with Scarlett every couple of weeks. I love it. I love it. We're going to go and talk to Leanne Adcock now about an RDHS COVID um, catch up. But this was the, the laugh that I think everyone needed, Scarlett. So thank you. Thanks for coming in, Scarlett. A pleasure. <laughs> Your Ford dealer is open and ready to help your business get back to business with high-vis value. Like the reliable Transit Custom 340S van with auto for only $44,990 drive away. It's the van smart enough to be a mobile office with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Plus, you get heated seats and much more. So hurry into your Ford dealer now. Recommended price, T's and C's apply. See Ford.com.au for details. There we are. That was better. And I've turned my headphones down now. Oh, there we go. I can hear now. Leanne Adcock, how are you? Hi. Oh, I keep getting the applause one wrong. No, that's wrong too. Is your your microphone on? Yeah. Oh, I can't hear. Can't you? Can you speak again for me? Hello. Oh, no, I can't either. Hello. I think you switched it off. Oh, that's number two. Oh, is she number two? Yeah, you are number two. My bad. Uh, Soz. Listen, someone. Now I'm switched off. (sighs) 
Hello. At least there's someone professional here, Leanne. Uh, well, let's um, <laughs> Leanne? consider that a director of clinical services at the hospital. <laughs> no, as in, that knows what they're doing with the Oh, it's been one of those weeks. Let's be honest, we'll chat about that later. No one knows more about that than someone in healthcare on the front line. How are you coping? Uh, we're doing okay. Uh, still doing quite a few tests through the urgent care centre. Mm. Uh, self-test people with respiratory sy- symptoms on the main. Uh, but hopefully things will settle down now with the new lockdown rules. Hey, Leanne, quickly, just yes. um, you thought about the testing. Uh, are you doing it every day? It like is. Like if, if I develop symptoms today, can I head down and get yes. tested? Yes. The preference is that the tests are done in the morning because then they catch the courier. So yep. weekdays you know, before one thirty, and they'll catch the courier and you'll get your results by the following afternoon. Mm. So that's the preference. Yeah. However, we can do tests at any time. Um, I'd prefer staff weren't outside in the car park yeah. after dark. Yeah. Um, but, for example, if you have a test on a Friday afternoon, you won't get that result until Tuesday afternoon mm. because it won't go with the courier until the Monday. Yeah. And then it's um, the next day. So it's just over 24 hours. They've been really good, Barrett and Smith's pathology. So our results are, are being done very quickly. But of course, you know, if they do any uh, excessive testing, it might take a bit longer. But mm. yeah, the Friday afternoon or weekend ones won't be until Tuesday, Tuesday. afternoon. Yeah, because someone asked me on the weekend, well, I said they, they looked like they had the sniffles and stuff like that. And I said, well, you can go and get tested down at RHS, but I didn't know the actual times and and it would have been during the day. Yeah, anyway. and, and that's the preference because if you've got respiratory symptoms, then you should be isolating. Yeah. So um, to have your test and to find out as soon as yeah. possible, if you get it done before the one thirty, mm. you'll know by the next day. Mm. But, of mm. course, you should um, not go to work, not go to school and do those sorts of things if you've got the symptoms mm. and perhaps um, especially you should be clear 72 hours if you've had a fever of 38 degrees or more. Mm. Hashtag stay home. Yes. You've got the sniffles, stay home. Um, I was saying last week about how quickly the turnaround time for testing has been here because when I was tested, um, it was less than 24 hours. I went to um, yeah, get tested around lunchtime and then by the end of the next day, um, or no, sorry, the next morning. Yeah, so yeah. Um, our tests get couriered to Mildura and then flown to Sydney. Uh, yeah, Anita did say that last year. Yeah. So is it at the urgent care centre? It's not at primary health, it's at the urgent, urgent care, care. And it's called car park testing. For mm-hmm. the main, we um, let you self-test with a nurse supervision and mm-hmm. written information how to do it. There are occasions where a nurse will do it mm-hmm. and can do it. Mm-hmm. That's um, not a problem. Have we tested many kids? A few kids, not a lot, um, because it's an unpleasant Mm. event. Um, However, for the few children we have done, they've actually tolerated it better than adults. Mm, Well, that's good. Kids are pretty resilient, really, Mm. aren't they? Um, So the caravan park uh, has been pretty busy over the last week or so, maybe even two weeks. Do you anticipate and can you even speak to whether or not community transmissions may increase throughout regional Victoria pre 
Metro Melbourne lockdown? Certainly people were given the opportunity pre the lockdowns with school holidays starting, Mm. so they may well have come visiting, or even with the warning that lockdown's going to happen. So I would suggest some people got out of their suburb or out of their Mm. area. And, yeah, so it's still very important that people do the social distancing and the hand hygiene and Mm. the cough etiquette and all that sort of thing. It's very important to maintain those things Mm. because it's another couple of weeks before you might know whether it's um, reached Mm. our our area. Mm. I can say to date, as of yesterday, there's uh, zero positives recorded from Robinvale. And we've done a fair bit of testing. Like you guys went around and done the farms and... All that kind of stuff. So mm, yeah. it's not if we haven't been testing here. Mm. Yes, because there's been a lot of gossip, if that's the word to use, um, in the community worrying about our multicultural community mm. and our agricultural workers and backpackers not abiding rules. And we did the – in May we did the um, blitz mm. and they were all negative. 380 tests were negative. And then in a week in June, I did again uh, concentrating on uh, agricultural workers that had slight symptoms and there was 98 done and they were all negative. Wow. And I must say in my travels around the agricultural sector, everybody was uh, very aware of the rules and were obeying the rules. Mm. And I think they've actually been quite um, diligent in their hygiene and wearing face masks and stuff because if they don't work for two weeks, I mean, essentially that's why they're here. They're here to work and earn money. If they're out of action for two weeks, that's their livelihood gone. So they're, uh, to my mind and seeing um, the workers that we interact with, they've been pretty diligent. Yes, no, and that's certainly the message that I saw travelling mm. around the farms that mm. people were – the farmers were you know, providing the right stuff and the right equipment Yep, and the workers were doing the right things. Mm. Which is which is great. And the growers work. are set up to – I think they got it set up really early so that they could just keep tracking through and didn't lose any of the hard-to-find labour anyway, which is really good. And if they don't work, they don't get paid. That's so right. it's in their best interest yeah. to do mm. the right thing. Yeah. Mm. Now, Anne Webster was in town yesterday. We caught up with her yesterday afternoon. And then she went down to RDHS and had a little yarn with you. Yes, she did a tour of the hospital and uh, I just showed her around the uh, urgent care centre and the dialysis um, and our acute ward. Mm-hmm. Quick look at our palliative care unit. Mm-hmm. Saw the f- photos on Facebook. Nice photo, Leanne. Thanks. You look like you're deep in conversation. Uh. <laughs> well, I was explaining the uh, very important um, service of dialysis mm. that we um, offer at RDHS. How many dialysis chairs do we have? Technically, we have three. Okay. Why technically? Because we have four. Uh. So One's y- been. <laughs> one's one, a spare, is it? One's a spare as such. You can only run three chairs at one time okay. for one staff member. Right. And because we, we're a um, satellite to Royal Melbourne Hospital mm-hmm. and we live so far away, if one machine breaks down... Oh, you've got a spare. We've got a spare. Great. And okay. because we're so far away, we get the newest and the best machines because they do break down and they mm. need repairs. 
So one advantage of being isolated is yeah. you get the best machines and the yeah. latest and greatest. Wow, that is good. That's great. Um, how did you find Dr Webster? She's very interested in healthcare, but how did you find your chats with her? It was a very quick chat. Oh, I, was it? Yeah. It I, looked like you were so deep in conversation <laughs> on that Facebook. This is how things like on Facebook can lead you to – because I had in my mind that Leanne is such a good talker and she would be running it through and then next week we'll get hundreds of millions of dollars from the federal government to, well, for more machines. Well, uh, certainly I did all the talking. Mm. So oh, really? Asking, oh, that yeah. shocks me. Yeah. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I explained about what we do at RDHS. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I probably didn't give her an opportunity to talk too much. Didn't you? Hmm, again, that shocks me. Anyway, you're more interested <laughs> anyway. So. Well, your knowledge, you're the one that knows. How long have you been at RDHS? Uh, I had um, cause to look at that today and it's um, 24 years and nine months. Wow. Jeepers. So you started when you were 16? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, stop. He's charming, isn't he? Well, that would be preferable. (laughs) So in three months, it's your quarter quarter century anniversary at RDHS. Must be. There needs to be a party. At least a cake. (laughs) Well, yeah, at least something. We'll see about it. 25 years, that's exceptional. Surely you get a gold watch or something for that, don't you? Oh, I think in the old days it was a gold watch. Yeah, I think it was. To, gee, I, was, I am showing my age too, aren't I? <laughs> I said Form 1 or Form 2 or something earlier and Charlie made me feel old. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's great. I'm glad to hear that. I mean, I know that you that RDHS have been very well prepared and been locked down and been very, very careful with who comes in, who comes out and all that kind of thing. Um, still a lot of telehealth going on. Still some, yes. It's a mixture of. Um, we have started to have clients come back in, yep. uh, but still a mixture of mm. both. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the for our audience, the visitors to aged care, mm-hmm. uh, we've done whatever the uh, industry, whatever the department sets, mm-hmm. and the most recent changes uh, to that have been that children can now visit mm-hmm. aged care but the restriction is still two visitors at a time. Yep. So it's one adult, one child. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other change perhaps of most significance is that um, the length doesn't have to be a determined one hour. Oh, okay. So it's sort of, you know, you can have a bit longer mm. than that. And kids still need to have had their flu shot? Absolutely. Yep. Anyone that visits still needs to have been vaccinated mm-hmm. for influenza and provide evidence of that mm-hmm. and it's kept on record at whatever site you're visiting. Yep. Not too late to uh, get the flu shot? No, not too late. Still got some there? Never too late. Yes. Yes. RDHS can only vaccinate those that um, fit the schedule. Mm. Um, For example, Aboriginal, Torres Strait Islander, chronic health condition, over 65. Healthcare workers. Is it under five? Healthcare workers. Was it under fives or not, not young kids? Uh, not on the not on the routine schedule. No. Okay. Speaking of immunisations, the regular. Child vaccinations and infant vaccinations, immunisations, are they still happening? Yes. They are, but you need to make an appointment. appointment. Yeah. By appointment. So it's not just the regular schedule, rock up and sit there and wait your turn. You need to book. No, no. And that's just to avoid crowds in the Mm. waiting rooms Mm. and 
My advice would be on that because I tried to have Parker's done in, must have been March, May or March, and rang up the day the week before he was due and they said, oh, no, we can't fit him in for another three weeks. I went, oh, well, that's my own silly fault. So I had to go and pay for it at a private clinic, which is fine. So if you know that your child's due, book with plenty of time. Don't be, be like be me. Be prepared. Yep. But I must say, like, Tuesday just gone, uh, four did not attend. Oh. So that's a bit sad for those that are waiting. Yeah. So if you have an appointment, please try to keep it and um, turn up. Or just – let someone know. That goes the same with everything because I know how, especially if people in private practice, whether it's physio or massage or even hairdressers, people don't show up and they've got a waiting list. That costs them money. Like it's not just an inconvenience. It's actually quite expensive. Um, and, it's you know, we're talking about the safety of kids here, not getting their immunisations on time, So, um, which is important, isn't it? They have to be done on time. Well, that is the preference because then you, um, you know, keep in line – and you don't forget, you don't lose mm. track. Mm. Um, and if there's any outbreaks or anything like that, it's – for example, there was a concern with a measles outbreak there a few months ago. Yeah. Not with us personally here, mm. but, um, yeah, we did do a mass immunisation on some workers mm-hmm. uh, at the bequest of the Department of Health because mm. they're not – they weren't immunised for measles and measles was um, – Wearing its head again. Mm. Yeah, that was uh, that was the outbreak in Mildura from the Solomon Islands. Is that where it started? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, we did Samoa or Solomon yeah. Islands or something. Yes. Yeah, one of the yes. one of the Pacific Islands. Yeah, yeah I, I do remember yeah. that. Or Vanuatu. We did. Yeah. yeah, it was Vanuatu that we workers that we did immunise. Now, here's something you may or may not know about, and I have been avoiding the news like the plague, but the plague seems to have read its head again. Is this fake news or is this actual news? I'm not sure. I haven't investigated, but I've heard bits of the same. I feel Mm. like that's fake news. I I thought it was fake news too, but Luke, who usually has a pretty good BS filter, said to me the other day or day before yesterday that the plague has reared its head again overseas. Not here, but overseas. I'm like, well, lucky our borders are closed. (laughs) It kind of makes you lucky. And I thought this today because I went across the river to check the border controls and see what's going on. And there's like 50 cops there from Sydney with a campfire going and a tent and a a little office and stuff. And it looks like, you know, if that's your job for a week, great. looks like a great place to be. Oh, not not at 2 o'clock in the morning it won't be. No, probably not. But, well, I'm sure there's worse places. These cops that I was talking to this morning were from Bankstown. So if I had the choice of being in Robinvale or in Bankstown right now, I know where I'd choose. And and I thought the same thing when I went over and I put a little video on um, the Facebook page and Instagram this morning. Robinvale has, and it's partly because of how diligent we are and the work that RDHS do, but we seem to be really good at avoiding these little outbreaks in our community. So sometimes, yeah, it's... Uh-huh. She just put the moz on us, haven't she? <laughs> yeah, I probably have too. I have a habit of doing that jinx thing with the Richmond Football Club too. But yeah, no, no, they're do. just crap. No, they're not just crap. <laughs> we won on the weekend. Leave yeah. it alone. But it does make you really grateful that we do live where we live and isolation is a really good thing sometimes because we can still 
get together now and yeah we've got to cross the bridge but it's it's a technicality of getting a permit which takes about 90 seconds so and i have been advised that the uh it has been updated for new south wales residents mm. uh, with the drop down box because they were having trouble getting the border town yeah. 50k yeah but you could have done the um new south wales resident returning home but then the guideline was that you had to isolate or yeah, something yeah so i back. think there was a technicality yeah. there but i know someone actually it was simon from indulge apartments this morning because he lives in Golgol and trying to do the same thing before he went to Mildura and he was like if he used his address in Dayton then there was no issue it had the New South Wales or the border 50 oh. it had that that option the same that we did in Victoria so oh. yeah well, some the of our workers mm. yeah, yeah mm. some of our workers that live in New South Wales were having were having that trouble but most um, big employees like us can also provide a letter mm. in the interim while you're waiting for mm. your permit yeah Luke also rang me um, with a bit of angst this morning. I don't know why he was ringing me, but because I, I did his permit yesterday. <laughs> but same thing, he had workers who live in New South Wales or Mildura um, and couldn't do the, the 50K resident option. He ended up just saying that they're essential agricultural workers or sector workers or whatever it might have been and just supplying them letters so they could have got it but They got it this morning. You can't go the other way. Well, that's exactly like, right. I know everyone was kicking up and stink, but there is another road. Yeah. It and it's about got, an extra 15 minutes. Yeah, and two good coffees along the way. It's a good excuse. I was thinking, that I don't mind that drive. I know it's a skinny road and it's, you know, it's not ideal. It's not a but highway. But Hatter to Mildura is, uh, is a lot better than yeah. the wrong Yeah, yes. the Calder Freeway is way better than the, yeah. than the Sturt Highway. Um, and stop and get a coffee at Lehman Shop. Get a burger. Get lunch. You know, there's positives there in everything. The women store, the women Hadaway is not a bad way to go. I'll be doing all. it tomorrow. Will you? Yeah. Do you not have a permit or? I do, but I'll have grandchildren with me and uh, yeah, every person in the car must have a permit. Yes. So that's yeah. another hint for the community. Mm. And really, um, I'll just take the scenic route. Yeah, it is a scenic route too. Like it, and and it, like it really doesn't add that much time onto your trip. No, like, no big deal. Yeah. Depending if you're going this side, like if you need to get to 7th Street, and get through town, it can yeah, a little bit. Right. But if you go on to Redcliffe, so you go on to 15th we'll Street, it's quicker. Like yeah. yeah. Um, but it is the scenic route and it's school holidays. And we've been talking about recently being a tourist in your own backyard. You were saying that you were supposed to be going to Bali on holidays next week and my heart bleeds. And Charlie's supposed to have been, you know, three quarters of the way around the world by now. Croatia. Croatia now. Oh, oh no, it's two weeks' time I was supposed to go. Oh, again. Uh, Crime River. Well, but Hadar is just down the road. Same, same. Hadar no, Lakes. Sea Lake. Yes, Sea Lake. The, the, Mungo, the Mungo. I went there uh, oh, wait a one or two years ago. Am I allowed to do that though? Why? It's in New South Wales. Yeah, but you got a yeah. permit. You're yeah, still allowed to do it. Oh, all right. Of course you're allowed. But this is the thing. You, have uh, you been to Mungo? It's yeah, really no, good. No, I've been to Mungo. I have times. not. Yeah. It, pretty much anyone that uh, comes out or to visit me from away, I'll take them out to Mungo. Yeah, see, I really should. I, You know the road, when you get to Euston, you go at the Mungo Road. We cycle along that road quite a bit. Yeah. But you get to the dirt and that's it. So maybe I will do that this weekend. Well, I've done the Grand Canyon and I, I thought Mungo was on a par with the Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon's wow. overrated, do you reckon? I've never been to the Grand Canyon, but that's a big call. Don't bother. <laughs> big no. call. Big call. You know, know what? If you get a chance to go again, Grand Canyon, I agree with you, Leanne, is overrated. Uh, Zion. National Park in Utah is 
phenomenal. Have you been there? No. It is no. spectacular and no. is far less crowded. It I'm trying to think of the right word to use, but it it outplays the Grand Canyon by a long way. Yeah, I I saw several canyons and Grand Canyon amongst them. I did the helicopter ride in. Mm. So yeah, it was fun, but I enjoyed Niagara Kings. Falls. I enjoyed King, Kings Canyon in yeah. uh, the NT. That was good. Good that yeah. is a good walk, yeah. though. Yeah. That is, yeah. Well, we've got some great land landscapes yeah. here, um, but I have never been to Mungo, so I'll have to do that. It's you a great can camp. Home. You can camp there. You can stay in cabins. You can do a day visit. You could take the a, camper. Uh, the restaurant a, there is uh, pretty the, good. Yeah, they've got a nice restaurant and cafe. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. How did I not know that? I don't know. You should go for a drive. <laughs> you can have a guided tour or you can just wander around yourself. Yeah, I knew that there was guided tours because they've been scrambling to get more staff because of how inundated they've been by tourists over the school holidays. It's a 40k drive, isn't it, all the way around? Once you get in there, in the It's park. really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Worth, worth a visit. Like it's a you know what? We're doing that this weekend. I've made the ex- executive decision right now. Aren't you doing a, a, yeah. some kind of half like, marathon? It's only down the road. <laughs> we'll do it on Sunday. Oh, all right. Yeah, maybe the weekend after. I don't know. So soon. We'll do it soon. I promise. So she's putting it off already, Leanne. <laughs> <sighs> it's one of those things. Leanne, thanks for coming in today. No worries. We appreciate your insight. Anything else going on, Leanne? Uh, I probably just – I have had some people asking me um, about the saliva test as opposed to the swab of mm. the throat and nose. That is only available in Melbourne um, and it was hastily put together to make um, – to do further testing in hotspots. It's not available in abroad. And is it uh, as accurate? Apparently not. Mm. Yeah. Hey, here's another question, and this is could be fake news as well, but you see the post on Facebook saying that the COVID test doesn't just test for COVID, it tests for it could return positive for influenza, no. the cold or blah, blah, no. blah, blah. Fake news? Fake news. Great, thank you. You can do – the same swab can do that, but mm. if it says it's just for COVID, it's only testing for COVID. If it says respiratory screen, then it will test for the other. Right, Great. Thanks for clearing Rhino, that up. Rhinovirus, which is your common cold, yep. influenza A, mm-hmm. but it has to say respiratory screen. Yeah. And because COVID's the flavour of the month that's, mm-hmm. uh, and pathologies are unindated, mm. um, most of them will just say the COVID. Yeah. Excellent. Thank yeah. you for clearing that up because I love when I see fake news. And it surprises me how many people still can't spot rubbish on social media when it rears its ugly head and again it rears its ugly head more and more charlie and i might talk about um, that in a minute karen yeah it's always karen Karen it's always karen and susan (laughs) karen Karen and susan's on facebook oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i hope there's no one listening that's called karen or susan we're not talking about we're not talking about you it's just the other karen and the other susan It's Karen on Facebook. All right, we'll let you get back to work because I'm sure you want to go and have something to eat. Thanks for coming into Network House today. We really appreciate it and we appreciate the work you do. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Have a good day. Bye. Your Ford dealer is open and ready to help your business get back to business with high-vis value, like the reliable Transit Custom 340S van with auto for only $44,990 drive away. It's the van smart enough to be a mobile office with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Plus, you get heated seats and much more. So hurry into your Ford dealer now. Recommended price, T's and C's apply. See Ford.com.au for details. I always forget to turn your mic off. You could be a mobile uh, office. You a podcast? Yeah. yeah. For your, all your live crosses. So. Yeah, because next year. You we'll, could go out to like Mungo. 
<laughs> I could. Yeah. But the footy. Like, I've, the footy mm-hmm. thing is no, of great interest. No, distracted, though. Well, yeah, probably, but that's okay. Like, live streaming the footy like we did with Ali um, would be Wait a minute. great value. You might have to ask the SF- SFL about that. Yeah, that's all right. We can do that. Hot FM do it. Do and, uh, yeah, Hot FM have actually contacted us with some interest in doing some collaboration. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, I had the Weekly Times ring me the other day. Did you? About and, what? Oh, it was hilarious because <laughs> I thought, there's all this stuff that I'm involved in and uh, they rang me to ask me about um, some world varieties. I'm sorry, what? Grapes. <laughs> Why were they ringing you? I don't know. I've got no idea. Are you listed on a directory somewhere? No. You don't sit on the Table Grape Association? No. or no. You haven't at one point or another? I was part of the Young Growers and that was when I was a young grower. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like a good 20... Five years ago, maybe. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Oh, anyway. Mm. Um, big mm. news in Swan Hill Council are here. What's happening in Swan Hill? Wasn't there some really big meeting yesterday that you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> we had a special meeting of council oh, yesterday oh. to decide the location of the Our Place building, um, which was a – it was quite a – it's been such a contentious issue – and one that, you know, you see, Ali quite often says, you know, the trolls on Facebook can be vicious and they absolutely can be vicious. And we cop it every single day. And it's not only, you know, on Facebook, it's email, it's phone calls, it's texts, it's, it's, it gets pretty nasty. Um, so you've got to have a thick skin to do um, this kind of job. Keeps you honest. Yeah, it does keep me honest. <laughs> um, and it makes you consider all sorts of different perspectives. And I think the hardest thing I fought with on council for a start was removing the emotions out of decision making because I am such a passionate emotional type no, of person. I don't, never no, would have picked that up. no, no, very stoic, very, yeah. very cold. I'm an ice queen. Yeah. Um, but that that's been a hard thing to swallow. Um, but it's just a change of perspective and getting back to why I'm doing what I'm doing, um, and that is for the the sustainable future of Robin Vale and, and the region. Um, so in making this decision about our place, there was a lot of meetings I've been toing and froing to Swan Hill to meet with. The just w- before you go any further. Yes. When you say our place, just for the mm. listeners, you're not talking about, you know, your house with Luke and no. the kids. <laughs> no, and I'm not talking about the Coleman Foundation that's yeah. at the school either. This is this will be a new building at at the Pioneer Settlement that will have be visitor services, the entrance for the Pioneer Settlement, an ag- uh, Aboriginal cultural space and the art gallery. So, um, from a business perspective, it, who's ringing you? No, it's Jack. Oh, okay. Gee whiz, we do need to soundproof these walls. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, you know, there, there's been a lot of, there's been groups go up on Facebook. There's abuse on the Guardian website. There, it's been all over the place. And that's fine. Um, so, yesterday I moved a motion to, it was a four-pointed motion to build it inside the Pioneer Settlement. And to be honest, I only made that decision at the last minute. The whole way through and from the beginning of of this project, I thought, first of all, the Pioneer Settlement wasn't the place for it. Um, Then I thought inside the Pioneer Settlement, certainly not the place for it. I was all about outside and option two. But then looking at it from different perspectives, first of all, the business perspective, and then sitting down with the Wandara Action Committee, which is a group of... um, a group of the Aboriginal community from Robinvale, Thelma Chili sits on that committee um, all the way down to Lake Boga. We did a site visit with them and you could see the shift in passion and enthusiasm moving from the site outside the Pioneer Settlement 
to inside. Mm. Um, and then I met with also the, the Swan Hill Inc. group and the, the board and a lot of the other. So there was, a, there was a long process of coming to this decision. So in the end, I ended up moving a motion yesterday, a four-pointed motion and giving a speech that went for about 10 minutes and Bill just let me go. So um, that was good. But it ended up getting up four to three. And I didn't think it would. This is one of those things, though, Charlie. I have all these ideas and think <laughs> I'm probably way off the mark here, but you know what? I'll suck it and see because if you don't ask, you never know. Yeah. Um, and it's the second one that I've won with one vote that I've managed to get across the line and afterwards gone, I don't believe that just happened. Um, but it well, did. There you so, go. yeah, it did. And it will be a good thing and it'll be it'll mean that there, it frees up some ratepayers' money to do other things because at the moment a lot of that commercial rate uh, money that council gets in revenue goes back into the Pioneer Settlement, the Visitor Information Centre and the Art Gallery. So if we can cut costs, bring them all together. Yeah, anyway, I'm sure you'll be able to. In fact, you can watch the video on YouTube. Yeah, it was live streamed if you ever want to sit through it. Uh, I'm sure you've got enough time. You're looking at the watch. You need need to go and play golf, don't you? Yes, yes, I do. Mm -hmm. What do you play off? Sticks. (laughs) (laughs) You idiot. And my feet. Do you have a handicap? Yeah, my clubs. You are a twit. Mm. Righto. Thanks for bringing Scarlett in today. Mm. That was, was the funny. best. Yeah, she was alive. She's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Love it. All right, Charlie. Thanks to Pioneer Ford. We will see you. Yes, Ben. Thank next you very week. much, Ben. Will we see you next week? No. Huh. I think I'm working. Thanks for listening to the Vale Podcast, driven by Pioneer Ford, Robin Vale. It's worth the drive. Remember to support our sponsors and shop local. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au.